Uh, there have been three issues that make their way into the national debate on a fairly regular basis. Um, and I'd like both of you to, to reflect on all three of these. One is, do we need to go back to the union and state lists and reimagine the allocation of uh, roles and responsibilities, both keeping in mind that there is a lot more integration. So things that states used to do now cut across state borders. So how do we manage that? As well as the fact that the union has taken over sets of roles that constitutionally were at the state level. The second question has been around the, the role of uh, the, the institutions, like we talked about a little bit earlier, interstate councils, the absence of a planning commission. And the third issue of reform that comes up repeatedly is representation, not just in the Lok Sabha, but also in the Rajya Sabha, was that, which was in some ways to be a representative of the states and doesn't necessarily play that role anymore. So is there scope as we reimagine federalism to also look at these three aspects of reform that come up or is the national debate barking up the wrong tree? I think whatever we're doing now is not working. Um, there was an article a couple of days ago from uh, Ratan Roy um, talking about getting larger versus getting richer. Uh, I was in Delhi for something and uh, some media house in the course of a discussion, they asked me, oh, are you very excited that India has become a larger economy than the UK? I said, not particularly. I mean, if you tell me that the average citizen's life has improved, if they have better access to clean drinking water and, you know, a garbage-free street, that excites me. You know, multiplying some number by some other number and arriving at some scale uh, doesn't really excite me that much. He went on to analyze it even more deeply, which is the point I want to make here. Right? We have this perception that the labor from the poorer northern states comes and finds work and helps our economy. All true. But he made a point which I had not actually contemplated. Uh, I, ever since I became the finance minister, I've been chairing the state-level bankers' committee meetings every three months myself. Uh, credit is such an important component of, uh, you know, the economy in a country like India where you don't have unsecured lending, you don't have deep capital markets, it's a technical thing. Not. But every single meeting, one of the things we look at is the credit to deposit ratio. It says how much is the total loan book in Tamil Nadu compared to all the deposits made by the people of Tamil Nadu. It is continuously above one, right? So 1.05, 1.10, 1 1.13, something 1.09, which means effectively that uh, the banks are bringing money from outside Tamil Nadu into Tamil Nadu and lending it into Tamil Nadu, thereby helping accelerate the growth of Tamil Nadu, clearly. I had not contemplated the reverse. And Ratin's article points out that the credit to deposit ratio in Uttar Pradesh is 0.55, even though it's a much smaller base. 45 paise of every rupee that UP people deposit into the banks is taken out of UP and used somewhere else. That's clearly a retardant to their own uh, growth, right? Now, no, nobody sets this diktat, right? The, the bankers go where the credit is good. That's true if you look at, uh, you know, World Bank or ADB or uh, KFW or JICA, southern states get a lot more of these projects and the union tried to do something, it was misguided, they stopped it, thankfully, it's a technical thing. But nobody is that powerful that you can control the economy or the market, right? The market has its own momentum, has its own logic, its own rationale. People are you know, uh, uh, sentient beings with their own preferences. So, 
this is actually a great disservice whatever the model we have now this model is a great disservice to those left behind we we should not contemplate all of north india as one block or all of the hindi people as one block or all of the states as one block. just because they happen to vote for a particular party doesn't make them that different than us right i mean it's it's a different i think we need to separate the person the party the outcome in the election and the actual lives and realities of the people and if we look at it from the lives and realities of the people we don't actually have that much conflict we all want the same thing we all want everybody to progress everybody to participate we can't say we're for social justice in our state but then we want only our citizens to progress and not the people of up or bihar we want everybody to progress this political dialogue around one strong man one all knowing all person being is obscuring these things we need to separate these issues and you know this is 5 or 10 or 15 years is a blink of an eye in the evolution of mankind so at the core if we go back to the real values that is that we want everybody to do well to have a stake to do this then we have to reimagine all these lists and that's for all states not just for our state all states should have greater freedom all states should be incentivized with the right kinds of uh, variables to deliver the right outcomes so i definitely think i i'm, I'm not that um, visionary or that experience to know what the fix exactly is but i am 100% sure that what we have now is not working and we have to do something about it.